Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? You what? know this was a bad idea that Rick put this here. Yeah. Because I'm just going to keep like, doing that. Yeah. Yeah, That's only for YouTube. Whenever you see a long shaft you can't help but stroke it. Can't help it. Can't help it. Welcome to the show everybody where we uh, bring you all of our nerdy news, fun takes, and uh, future Marvel movies ideas. Um. You can make sure you can follow the podcast on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All that information is at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. If you want to help support the show, you can check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends and help donate uh, $1, $5, whatever you can. It really helps the show out. Plus, there's some cool rewards on there as well. We do appreciate that. Does all that right. translate to like the other nations where we get hits like Ireland and I forgot where else uh, – yeah, it should it should like uh, translate to British pounds and nice. euros and all that crap too. I'm pretty sure. If not, they're really missing out on that opportunity. Uh, today we're on the show. We're going to be talking a little bit about Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, newest Marvel movie out. That'll be after the break. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the latest What If episodes too, and the newest one being the Zombie episode. Um, and before we get to nerdy confessions, I have I had like a, a mind blowing moment today when I when I I was just thinking about stuff and I came up with a crazy connection. So you ever have those moments where like everything you've known has been like questioned? You're like, oh my god, I can't believe I never saw that before. No, probably, but I can't think. So of it. so here's like an example would be like you know I remember when I was in like I don't know middle school or high school or something, I realized that Arby's, you know Arby's, yeah. Um, all the meats. All the meats, right? So Arby's, the name Arby's is R B, like roast beef. Oh, right. <laughs> Are you sure that's accurate? So it, it's it's the connection is crazy, but it's actually the dude's initials who started it, which is way less fun. <laughs> but it it turned out to be roast beef anyway, right? So what the fuck the hat has to do with anything? Well, you know, cowboys that like roast beef and stuff, you know, cowboys cows. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Uh, it's in the same same vein, um, but it's it's uh, has to do with a movie we all know and love, Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. right? So remember in Jurassic Park when they're in the helicopter and they're getting some uh, turbulence and stuff, and everyone starts to put on their seatbelts. Yeah, and, and then, and Grant then can't Alan do Grant it. can't do it, right? He's got two of the the. He's got two of the female, female sides of the 
thing and he just ties them together, right? Did you realize that that was foreshadowing to the dinosaurs being able to mate even though they're both female? (laughs) What? Right? (laughs) So a, a a big underlying theme of Jurassic Park is that life finds a way, right? Because all the dinosaurs are female, but then they find eggs later. They're actually hatching their own dinosaur eggs Mm -hmm. Um, because mankind tried to control them, but life finds a way. And that was him. He had two female ends of the the seatbelt. He couldn't figure it out, so he just tied them together. Still works. Life found a way. If he had two of the male ends, it wouldn't have worked. They, just, they would have just come off. Yeah, they're, too, they're too short anyway. <laughs> Those are always shorter. I don't know if I buy that, but all right. It's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if it is either. I just thought about it. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, this isn't something you read. This no, is something- it's not something I read. I just thought of it. <laughs> okay. We'll throw that out there. I mean, it seems pretty legit. I guess. I, right? I don't know. Steven Spielberg's just a crafty bitch. <laughs> He's just like, oh, man. No one's ever going to get this until 2021. I had no idea where you were going with this. I'm like, what the fuck is he going with? Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting take, huh? All right. Well, thank you for uh, bearing with me during all that. (laughs) RBs, roast beef. Come on. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, Let's get back to some nerdy stuff and do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. Why don't you go first? I got tricked. I nerdy confesses I got duped. Okay. So I wanted to listen to uh, audiobooks. I, I'm sure I've talked about it. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And yeah, I wanted... you a, don't know how to read. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's easier that way. It's like someone telling me a story. <laughs> um, so I wanted a werewolf horror story. But I don't know why in books, werewolf stories tend to be romance novels yeah. most of the time. Yeah. So I just Googled werewolf you know, books, non-romantic. And I got a list from Goodreads. I'm like, all right, Goodreads. All right, I, I believe it. Yep. And um, you know, Stephen King's Silver Bullet was on there. I was like, well, I, you know, I'll get eventually around to that one. I was like, let me try a new one. Got to one called The Last Werewolf. Started off great. Mm-hmm. Started off great. It was pretty gory. And nice. it was cool and it was interesting. And then it ends up being a fucking romance novel. I got tricked. <laughs> I got tricked. It's still. It. And I don't understand why. And, of course, it's a trilogy. Now I have to see where it goes. I'm on yep. the second one now. But. I don't understand how werewolves turned into that. Like, I think a lot of it comes from the old uh, Beauty and the Beast, and it's it comes from a female desire to tame the wildness inherent in men. I forgot you, you you majored in writing. What you <laughs> had some. I mean, I, I I think that's you know I I if I had to guess, that would be my assumption is that it comes from like you know men traditionally are like the gruff outdoorsmen. You know they're they're wild and crazy, and then women just want to tame that beast and turn him into a gentleman. But isn't that weird? Because they fall in love with the beast, but then they want to change him. Well, then that's not the person you fell in love yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. They like that wild side. They want to keep that there. <laughs> just every now and then. Every now and then. I know? do. I did enjoy. So there are a few martinis deep. You know there what I'm saying? <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um, I like it when, uh, like, uh, a writer will change something a little bit from the lore. Not anything that's crazy, like fucking Twilight, but like. Little things that make it interesting. So werewolves are horn dogs, consistently horny yep. all the time, nice. except when they're like about to change or right after the change. And vampires don't have sex, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> That's if you're gonna live forever, what's the point? The, like it's it's interesting. Like uh, werewolves get a little bit dumber, uh, vampires get smarter, but they lose their sex drive. Oh, uh, you're talking about the inherent differences between. 
uneducated, dumb ruffians who can't stop having sex. Yep. And the elitist liberals who uh, <laughs> are constantly waiting for the right time. I don't know. If I had to choose between that, like, I'll take the werewolf. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would take the elitist because I'm an elitist. <laughs> Just kidding. But not really. Anyway, <laughs> that's interesting. What, what was the book called? The Last Werewolf. The Last Werewolf. Was it Was it about... Indeed, the last werewolf. Oh, dude, I don't want to spoil it for people if they're going to go and read it. You oh, know. God. Um, uh, my nerdy confession is I am currently rereading the Mistborn series by Brendan Sanderson. Uh, the fourth, uh, fourth book in the second series, if that makes sense, is coming out in I think November. So I'm trying to get through all of them again. Um, so I, you know, refresh my memory of what, ha- what happened in them. You know, if you ever don't want to do that, there's a great wiki page for it. Oh yeah, for sure. There's a, like the Brandon Sanderson fandom is crazy. Like they, the, the copper mind is the one yes, that's, that, ha- that's the one I was that has about. all of the, you know, Cosmere stuff built into it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, you know, I enjoy those books, so I decided I would uh, go through them again. And one thing that's cool is that on the second read through, or in this case, I'm listening through them this time. Um, you pick up a lot of things that you missed that, you know, connections to other books, connections from the wax and Wayne, which is the era to Mistborn, uh, tying back to the first series books. It's really fun. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's, uh, it's really cool. This like universe and lore that he's built. And, uh, it, it boggles my mind how he, figures out how to keep all these characters and stuff like <laughs> he has it he has a team i know but still <laughs> he has anytime he, he has a team where anytime he mentions someone or something they have to go in their own system be like all right what did he say previously about this person that's true yeah <laughs> i have seen that but i mean these are some of his earlier books too i mean the the second mistborn series came out later but like the first ones was his like first successful trilogy of books and so I imagine the team was probably just his wife or something and his editor. <laughs> but uh, na- now, yeah, he has a bunch of, like, lore people who just, like, um, Brennan, you can't do that. He actually died on page 256 of the third book. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool. It's um, And one thing that's cool is because I, I read the first Mistborn series. Then I read, like, some Stormlight or something like that. And then I came back and did the second Mistborn series. And doing them right after one another because um, they take place about 300 years or something like that apart from each other. But reading them one after another, you can more easily tie them back and kind of figure out how they connect. So really, really cool. Really fun. You guys should check it out. Uh, Mistborn, I think, is probably the best series uh, if you want to try to check out Brandon Sanderson. It's like the best starter series um, because the books are generally shorter than like say Stormlight Archive, which is like twelve hundred pages. The only thing for me is I think the ending on the last one didn't stick the landing too well. Oh my god, I love it so much! I love that ending. You didn't like it? I, I I'll let the listeners decide. Mm. Did you like the ending of Dark Tower? Yes, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I like that too. Very cool. Alrighty, well we're gonna take a uh, quick little break for a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we'll be talking. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, as well as a little uh, What If, too. So uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay. 
so I think we should touch on what if real quick. And uh, spoiler alert for the latest episode of What If. Although it would have been a week when people were listening. Exactly. So keep up, people. Jesus. Um, so the latest episode that came out, Marvel Zombies. It was the one that I was looking forward to the most. Um, I was. It was also my, like my least favorite. Yeah. Um, kind of on the same page. I did like the design of Zombies. My, I just wish, like, w- the thing, maybe because the Doctor Stranger was so great and, like, sure. it had a tonal shift. Like, it wasn't this happy-go-lucky, no, it was a fucking sad story, like, right. from beginning to end. And I wish that they had treated that the same way with the Marvel zombies because they tried to make it. Oh, you didn't like how every zombie was, like, a fucking pun-tastic pun? Yeah, yeah, and, like, they were trying to make a light of everything. Like, it's... I don't know. They should have just gone full dark, and it would have been it would have been great. Yeah, I think a big problem that they had was that um, they everything's on Disney Plus, which is notorious for like censoring, you know, mature themes or whatever. And um, like having z- the whole point of Marvel Zombies is you have Earth's Mightiest Heroes, like the Avengers and Spider Man, and all everyone involved in the Marvel universe, and most of them are turning into mindless killing machines and like you have a small group of superheroes who are still trying to survive and they're having to fight against and in this and like decapitate and dismember their friends and you know uh, allies and there is just no gravity to any of that in this series that that was the other thing like they they didn't have any remorse for having to kill their former friends bucky having to kill captain america like, that should have been, like, a big deal. And he's like, sorry, Cap. And he just kind of walks away, like, no big deal. Or Falcon, when he sees, like, I'm actually not sad about that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I should be sad, but I'm not. And I was like, Jesus Christ, bro. You know, what's going on? And and it, it was just very interesting to see. And then um, in the episode two, uh, you know, they eventually track down, like, this, this signal or whatever. And it turns out it's Vision. And he's got Scarlet Witch, like, held in a... Uh, as a zombie held in a cage and he like he's been basically feeding people to her because she's too powerful to to try and cure right yeah i'm like okay and that's that, that's pretty dark and sinister and stuff but then he immediately changes his uh stance on it yeah. and he's like you know what i was wrong uh we should get out of here <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck you you chopped off black panther's leg and it fed to- it to her, and he never brought up the fact that you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> like, you changed so quickly. I just, I feel like that, it, I mean, I understand it's an alternate reality, but I feel like they kind of fucked up on Vision's character. Like, he's very logical, like, because he's, he, I mean, yeah, he has a soul, but he's still part computer where he tries to work things out logically. And right. I, I think you would have known, like, all right, if I can't fix her, then there's no point to this. Well, that's the thing is like he also loves her, so it it's that's fouling up his logical sense. Um, so I like I, I can understand wh- where it comes from, but the fact that, and I think that's kind of like a byproduct of these episodes being so short and having to introduce an entire like alternate universe. Like the Marvel Zombies comics was like you know ten issues long or something like that. Well, there was like different story arcs, and that's well actually- the first one, you know, the original one yeah, yeah. It was like ten or twelve issues long, and so. You can cover a lot more, especially when you have like block text describing you know some of the events and stuff. When you're doing a 23 or 25 minute episode, it's a lot to try to you know insert in there, and you know 
I just don't think a lot of I think of it the landed. pacing was just off because, I mean, the Doctor Strange one did it perfectly. You know, yeah. it told a great one shot mm-hmm. um, where it didn't feel too long. It didn't feel rushed, where this one felt super rushed. Um, I think all the things they were trying to cover in the Marvel Zombies one was just too much. You know, you wanted to do. You wanted to tell a story of how the virus got started with, you know, basically Janet Van Dyne down in the quantum realm had it. It was some quantum. Which I, I, I knew they weren't going to do the original, but that was I felt like such a it was a cop out one because <clears throat> in the original comics, they're not actually zombies. They're deadites from uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. So he from another reality got in with the deadite and managed the deadite managed to bite one person and then it just went crazy. And that's why they were saying, like, that's why superheroes can't, like, Wolverine couldn't heal from it because it wasn't a virus. It was actually, you know. Like a like, curse. A curse. So, yeah. like, and they kept their, like, they could still think. Like, Spider-Man, in the, in the comics, Spider-Man, like, eats uh, Aunt May and eats uh, MJ. And then once he's done, he feels regret. And he's like, I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing that again. And then the hunger takes him over and then he eats someone else and then he feels regretful again. Like. It right. was it was a lot darker, and I just wish they had done something. Well, I that. mean, you know, they they definitely show that they kept some of their personality. Like Iron Man still knows how to use his Iron Man suit. Doctor Strange still does magic, and so does Wong. You know, so they have a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, like like even when you know Happy Hogan dies, and you know Peter Parker has to deal with that, and you find out later that Aunt May is gone too. It's like he's. I get it. He's supposed to be like this upbeat kid, but like that would destroy Peter. Parker. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like the whole, the whole second Spider-Man movie was about him dealing with Tony Stark's death, you know? So I don't know. It, it was kind of a miss for me. It was still fun, you know, to watch and, and see what they did. And then seeing, you know, Thanos come down at the end and he's all zombified, which I don't know why he landed in Wakanda and why he was already a zombie, but you know, that was another thing. It ended very abruptly. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... I was like, okay, so you introduce this idea of where Thanos, with the glove, he's only missing one stone, Which and they're, they're going to him. right to him. Right. Like, he could have... Like, I'm pretty sure with the glove, he could have stopped all of that, or at least kept people away. Right, 100%. You think, like, some rando zombies could fucking stop Thanos with, yeah. you know, four of the five Infinity Stones? That doesn't make any sense. So, it was kind of a misstep, I think, um... Like, it was cool seeing Scott Lang in it, you know, Paul Rudd doing his dad jokes and stuff. That was kind of fun. But there was too many jokes. It was just joke, 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 joke. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this is serious shit. People are getting eaten. And I think that's where it, it missed for me. It's like, dude, yeah, it, like, all the Avengers, well, the, mo- the majority of the Avengers were gone. Most right. of the human population is gone. But they're still, like, doing jokes. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't understand that. I think it was just like, all right, if kids are watching this, we still have to try to make it light, you know, so maybe they don't, I don't know, take the impact so hard, I guess. I mean, I, that's the only thing I could think of. I mean, at, at some point, you know, the people at Disney need to realize they're not, there's not just children watching their content. You know what I mean? Like, let's have some stuff for us adults who pay for everything. You know what I mean? There's not a kid out there who has his own Disney Plus account. <laughs> Everyone who has it is our age, you know, or, you know, around our age or older. And it's like, give us some of the stuff we want, you know? Or maybe make, like, a separate 
like do like the kid Disney Plus and well, then, H- or, or just name it something else. Netflix does it, and so does I think HBO Max, where there's like a children's setting. Yeah, so like yeah. depending on who's like watching, you know, when you select your profile, it changes. Like why not just do that and just have, you know, have uh, some more mature stuff on there. You're just still mad about Splash, huh? Where they covered her butt. Where they covered her butt <laughs> with that stupid looking CG hair. It was so bad. Um, if you guys haven't seen that, check out Splash, the Tom Hanks and uh, Daryl Hannah movie about the mermaid. They like she was showing too much butt crack. You, you know, it's it's not like it's not like her like vag was hanging out or anything like that. It was her butt, and it was too too much for uh, the Disney people. So they elongated her hair through CG, and it looks stupid. Yeah, it looked really bad. It they like, should have just cut the scene instead. Yeah, or like. Like they can go in and digitally like seal up her butt crack. I don't know. Like you do a <laughs> lot. don't have butt cracks. They just don't. I don't know. They poop out their mouths like yeah. fish, or I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just it, it was seems so strange. But yeah, Marvel Zombies kind of a miss for me. I'm still excited to see what the rest of the series is because other than that, it's been pretty good. Was this the fifth episode? Fifth or sixth? Mm, let's see. We had Captain Britain, which wasn't really Captain Britain. Captain Carter, I guess we should call it. Star-Lord, um, Star-Lord slash Black Panther. Was that Doctor Strange? The murder mystery one. Oh, that's right, that's right. And then Doctor Strange. Then Doctor Strange. So this is the fifth one. So this is the fifth one. And I think there's supposed to be 12, so we still got a while. So one one out of five? You yeah, know? that's not bad. 20%. Ho- hopefully they'll recover from that one. Just kind of missed a mark for me. It wasn't, wasn't exactly what I wanted. Um, and, you know, like... Like, I read the original Marvel Zombies, and it was a fun, like, interesting take. But I'm not, like it, – it. I was never a big Marvel Zombies fanboy anyway. Um, so it's not like – it's not like I had huge hopes for it. I was just kind of interested to see what they did, but still kind of a letdown. But let us know what you think of uh, the Zombies episode. Do you like uh, the joke a minute <laughs> format? <laughs> um, like – there, there were some really bad ones. Also, who was the guy that just showed up? Look, at, um, was, it, was he Russian? I don't remember what he was. Oh, that's the guy from Ant-Man. The Baba Yaga guy? Yes. That that He's from Ant-Man. He's part of Scott Lang's crew. Oh, see, because I only remember the Latin guy. Oh, of course. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he, dude, like he you had... White, you white racist. <laughs> Forget about the Eastern Europeans. Well, because like he, he stole... Like when he's retelling everything, oh, like yeah, he fucking funny. steals the fucking scene. Now he's that's the guy who played Polka Dot Man in the Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think now I remember. Yeah, he talks about Baba Yaga in the thing, which is why it was kind of the joke, and it was Scarlet Witch. You know, I would love to have a show with the Latin dude um, from, Pena. Ant-Man, from Ant-Man yeah. with Ben Kingsley's character from Shang-Chi. Ooh, that would be fucking hilarious. Spoilers <laughs> already. <laughs> okay, let's talk Shang-Chi. Oh, shit, I didn't realize yeah. that. If you haven't seen uh, Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi, um, I'm fair warning, I'm going to screw up and call it Shang-Chi. I know that they've made it a point that Shang-Chi, but I've, I've, lived, my entire, I've lived my entire life saying it the other way. Uh, so I apologize in advance. Um, if you haven't seen it, it might be a good time to pause the podcast and go watch it because um, we are going to be talking some spoilers. And we're going to let you know, should you watch... Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So let's get that uh, first, like, baseline opinion. What did you think of it without spoiling anything? Um, I really liked it, but I have feelings about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think I'm kind of in the same 
same vein. I, I was, uh, I really enjoyed it. Like I had a really fun time. Definitely some problems with the movie though too. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't like one of those like perfect movies. I think the, the plot goes kind of all over the place. Um, could have, could have used some more editing, I think, or, um, or I don't know. Honestly, I think it could have been better done maybe as a series too, like to, sure. cause there's a lot of character development that they tried to cram into the two hour movie. So, um, but now, okay. So now we've got that out of the way. Go see Shang-Chi. It, it's overall, it's good. Yeah, uh, for sure. I'd be down to watch it again. I mean, I'm going to say what my feelings are about it when yeah. we get to it, but. But yeah, let's talk some spoilers. So, brief plot overview first. Um, so it's a reskinned Wakanda, uh, a, <laughs> a bit, Black Panther. Yeah, very much so. Uh, or I mean, similar, so, so to speak. So Shang Chi is the son of um, I, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, Zhu. I should look this up. Um, he's the son of this powerful warlord guy who uh, is like seven thousand years old. One thousand. What? He was one thousand. He was like seven thousand. He had the he had them for one thousand years. Whatever. He was six thousand before. I don't know. Um, yeah. So so he's he's very very old, and um, the reason why he's able to be so old is that he uh, he somehow found these ten rings that instead of being the ring like actual finger rings like on in the actual uh, Mandarin um, like from the comic books. He, uh, they're bracelets, so they go up his arm. See, and that's that's actually one of the biggest points. Like, I mean, even though I knew it was going to happen from the previews, same but, as Zhu Wen Wu, but like Zhu Wen Wu, the the ten rings are not the ten rings at, at all to the comics, unless they're going to plan on doing things differently. But each ring acts as a different power, right? And they just no nowhere near that. Yeah, and I mean that maybe they'll change that later on, where you know. He only had a base understanding of what they could do and stuff, but yeah, in in, in the comic book, man, the Mandarin was a first of all a uh, Iron Man bad guy, right? Yeah. That was primarily where he was from, and each one of the rings did something different. You're right, so I I don't remember all the the different. It was like fire, ice, time, something like the kind of very similar to. Um, the uh infinity stones where like each one kind of had its own like um had its own specialty kind of thing um and and they um basically they were like an alien oh here maybe maybe this little picture influence creates uh various forces that cause the body to undergo change spin decelerates time around the wearer um Diamonic, irresistible urge to propel into the unknown, creates loyalty, creates obsession. Uh, incandescence contains the miniature heart of the star and scorches the air before it, so like fire. Lightning creates uh, electrical discharge. Um, get out of here, all this other. Oh my God. <laughs> um, how do I get this to. I don't know. Doesn't matter. But yeah, but yeah each-, each one does its own little thing. Oh, that's what you have to do. Nightbringer creates a malleable darkness, a dark light. Spectral wind uh, winds up and warps the air itself. So it does. Each one does a different thing. They they did not do that. They all basically shoot out like from his arms, and he can whip them around and block. Like, don't stuff get me wrong. Them. It looked they did some really mm-hmm. cool stuff with it. It's just not anything close to the comics. Yeah, and, and 
you know, it's one of those things, and they were Maclon pieces of technology. So that I was going to get into that later. Oh, but okay. They're uh, alien race. Yeah. Um, which is where, like, isn't that where uh, what's Fing Fang Foom? Yeah. Um, in fact, it's it's their rings that he has. Right. Yeah, and I, that that's so. I think one of the um, oh well, I guess we'll keep going with the plot. So, Sean, who um, has dropped a G in his name to be more Americanized, he has been living in America. He works as a valet with his best friend Katie, and um, kind of going nowhere. And then all of a sudden, like assassins try to attack him, and he whips out, and he's like super master of kung fu, right? Because he's actually Shang Chi. Find out that he um, he was sent by his father years ago to come uh, hunt down and murder the guy who killed his mother, um, and he was he was trained from a young age to be like the world's best like ninja assassin essentially. And he comes over here, um, kills the guy. It's Chinese, bro. Ninjas are fucking Japanese. yeah, but they were still they were still I don't know like Chinese ninja whatever their equivalent is, where you're an assassin who uses martial arts. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, yeah, he come he comes over, kills the guy, but then can't really doesn't want to return home because he can't really live with himself. So he starts a normal life, and Katie becomes his friend. Then his father. Which bring- I wanted to bring up. I thought it was weird that they were both, or well, she was from San Francisco, but had like a New York accent. I thought that was like a definitely East East. Uh, yeah, like accent. Bur- Brooklyn accent. Yeah, I think um, I think Aquafina has been uh, <clears throat> has been accused of putting that voice on. Like when she's talking normally, she doesn't do as much of that accent inflection. <laughs> um, so it's, maybe it's part of her persona. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, you also find out more about his dad and his mom. His mom was like part of this, uh, like society of protectors who live in this fantasy world where all like the Chinese folklore, uh, things come from like the nine tailed Fox, the dragons, the lions, the things you see throughout Chinese mythology, they all live in this altered realm and they're, they're tasked with protecting this one door that has this evil thing behind it. That's and what I will say. What I thought was amazing. All the creatures looked. They amazing. looked great. They, they were looked all. They all amazing. looked great. Uh, the dragon too. They looked looked amazing. Yeah, and so uh, the Shang uh, Zhu Wenwu, uh, Shang's dad, uh, was seeking out this place because apparently they taught the martial arts of the gods, like this ultimate battling martial arts, and he wanted to learn it to become more powerful because he's this warlord. He ends up meeting her, his mom. They fight a little bit, but then he, she's, like, joking around with him, like, you know, super crouching tiger, hidden dragon style. And they end up falling in love, having a baby. He gives up the Ten Rings for a while to raise his family, but then she gets killed from one of his previous enemies. And so sets him back on a path of revenge. But he starts hearing voices that that of his mom saying, hey, you know, I'm trapped behind this gate that they're guarding. Come get me. Come let me out. Turns out it's a soul-sucking monster. Uh, the Dark the Dweller. Dark Dweller or whatever. And, uh, you know, Shang-Chi has to help defeat it. That's so, that's the story in a nutshell. Right. And another, not issue, but what they did is they merged two um, characters. Like, um, they're the Fear Lords, and they're other dimen- they're, uh, dimensional creatures or deities, whatever. One feeds on um, nightmares, or I'm sorry, fear. Which is who the Dark Dweller is, but then they merge it with one called Klaku, some weird one, where it does suck souls and it does have little 
creatures and it kind of looks like a dragon. But I don't know why they named it the Dark Dweller when they just they, they could have just named it the other villain. But well, I, I thought that was kind of a big villain for him to handle in his first hero movie. Well, here's the thing: is they they introduce that threat like in the last half hour of the movie, right? And then you're supposed to be like, oh, shit, it's this giant thing. That, how's he going to handle it? It's like, well, he only found out about it you know, 15 minutes ago. So I'm sure he, you know, the movie's only got so much left. I'm sure he'll figure it out. Right. Um, I think that, that was uh, poorly handled. I think that should have been introduced further on. Like, even if it's more of, like, his mom telling him the stories of what's behind there and stuff right, like right. that, you know, in the flashback sequences, there should have been uh, – like a more of a build up to that creature, because um, the whole time you think you're, uh, you know, it's gonna be him. Think it's gonna dad. be him versus his dad, him and his sister finally reconciling and like fighting him together or something, right? Dude, like I felt so bad for his sister, Jaling. Nobody loved this kid. Well, maybe they loved her, but no one took oh, yeah. an interest to this kid. <laughs> dad, I gotta train my son to be an assassin. I want to learn too. No. Fuck out of here. That's yeah. one thing they did keep from Chinese culture. They were putting the women down, dude. Like, it was so fun. Well, well to be fair, uh, what the training that Shang-Chi went through was child abuse. So, but I she mean, she wanted to. She's like, I wanted to. Oh, okay. So, if the kids like beat me up, you have to beat them up, Christian? Jesus Christ. She just wanted equal treatment, bro. Yeah. And then they show Shang-Chi's mom, uh, Shang-Chi's mom training him too in her martial arts, like training him. And he's like, right. you don't see her doing that with her daughter. No, no one loved the daughter. That's for <laughs> and sure. And then Shang-Chi leaves. I do. I like her boss bitch haircut. That's, that's what I like. <laughs> when Shang-Chi goes and murders the dude that his dad wanted, he didn't come back for sisters. I'll be back in a couple days. Like, I'll be back in a couple days. She waited six Ten, years. Yeah, six years later. <laughs> By the cemetery where he said to be back. Like, dude. Like, yeah. no, no wonder she's so angry. Yeah, I was like, dude, she got shat on by everyone in the movie. Right. Yeah, that was that was, uh, that was was uh, pretty rough stuff. Um, also, there's a fun scene, I guess. I, I guess it's fun. I say it's fun even though I didn't like it. Where uh, they're going to the fight club, and you see this in the trailer, where you see uh, Wong from Doctor Strange fighting the Abomination. Yes. Why was the Abomination in there? Okay, so I was fine with that. My question was, Wong is always the conservative one to Doctor Strange. Like, hey, man, don't do anything out of hand. Don't get crazy. Yeah. Why would he go to a fight club? Like, And well, also, they were friends after. They had well, planned that, the fight. That's the thing. The, the whole point of the abomination is he's like, is you're like, what if you get a more aggressive Hulk who doesn't, who doesn't want to contain himself? Right. Who doesn't and, want to restrain his power and, and aggression? That's the abomination. But meanwhile, he's, you know, he, he's making deals with with Wong to like, does Wong need money? Like, yeah. I don't understand. He, he fucking they threw them or abomination through the match. He's obviously a showman. He just wants to. He just wants to put on a show. Well, because he's supposed to be. We also on- saw a guy uh, who had the extremist from Iron Man three. Oh, I didn't see him. Um, he was. He was in, as they were walking through. You know, and they're walking through the preliminary fights. He's like, oh no, you're you're coming to the main thing. So I the didn't guy with the red. I that's what it looked like anyway. I didn't see this, but I read about it. Someone pointed out that uh, one of the widows from the Black Widow movie was in there fighting. I think she was fighting the extremist. Guy, okay, I think I'm pretty sure. Um, but like, yeah, the abomination thing th- seemed kind of out of nowhere. Um, I, I could have sworn there was another like dragon-looking dude in the Marvel universe, not Fing Fang Foom. But he was like a. He was the like, abomination has little fins. On yeah, them. but I think there was another dude who had who had that, and I was like, oh, it could have been some someone like you know in the 
kung fu you know realm but it's it's whatever well this would have mean shield would have let him out of the raft like right. i don't know it just seems like it was very out of place and it it springs up a bunch of questions and i'm just like why why is this <laughs> how does wong know him why are how did the abomination get his shit under control like i don't know it just it seemed very strange like a like they threw it in there to be a fun trailer bait thing but it I mean, it worked. I was like, yo, why are they fighting? And then when we get we it. We don't know. We, well, I guess we still don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. And then um, the uh, I don't know what the character's name is. Uh, they showed on this little thing. This one, the, the face mask one. Mm-hmm. Like the ultimate not ninja <laughs> teacher um, who's just like always beating the shit out of Shang-Chi as a little kid. Gets taken out like instantly. It was a soul sucker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but. Like, I thought there was going to be a big showdown where Shang-Chi <laughs> finally mastered the master, you know? Nope. Did not happen. Um, don't even know that character's name. Uh, we also had the return of Trevor Slattery, the fake Mandarin. I loved him. I loved him so much. I Like, don't don't get me wrong. I love that character, and I, I think his portrayal is amazing, but I felt that there was a touch too much of him. You know um, what I mean? No. No, no, I, I don't think there was enough. Oh, okay. I would have liked to see more of him in it. More of him? I don't know. It just... Well, they had to tie the loose end of, like, you know, that right. he was actually not, you know, the holder of the Ten Rings, and that he used the fear of the Ten Rings, you know, to inspire right. all this fucking fear sure. in Iron Man 3. Yeah, I like I liked the inclusion of him. I just thought that they, uh, it, there was a little bit too much of him going back and forth with the little uh, fantasy animal thing, the little no-head thing you know the little no head pig dragon exactly hairy pig dragon <laughs> the hairy pig dragon thing with, with uh, no face um overall though i think it was very good it's, i'd say probably the best fight choreography we've seen in the uh, marvel movies oh i've heard people say that too man but aside from like a couple of the captain america ones did a real good job i, think. I, I would say that's that's insulting daredevil's uh hall I, scenes i said movies oh, that's fair okay because I specifically knew that Daredevil was better. <laughs> you forget that that's my favorite Marvel property. No, I mean it was it was great. I I did get a lot of Jackie Chan vibes, like in the bus. Like that For was sure. Pretty cool. Yeah, using the environment and like um, having a bit of uh, physicality and com- comedy to the fighting was awesome. It, it felt very much like the old Hong Kong kung fu movies for sure. Um, and then uh, I think that. You know, I'm not the biggest Aquafina fan, but I thought she was fine in this. I thought she was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I, she had some good lines and stuff, and I thought like, you know, even though she's a, a comedic character, there was times where she she wasn't being like jokey, 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 and that's fine. You know, I think that that balanced it out really well. Um, and I also like that that she wasn't just you know love interest that's along for the ride for no reason. Like maybe they will later on, but throughout this movie, they're they were just homies. very clearly yeah. they're just homies. Yeah, and I like that. I think that's you know, um, it's a nice uh, way to mix mix up the Marvel formula where it's like, oh, that's a girl that's about the same age as the uh, main actor. Yeah, they're probably gonna you know fall in love with each other. I think that was a a, a good choice. Um, but uh, yeah, I think overall, you know, maybe it sounds like I'm shitting on it a little bit, but I think it was a good movie. Um, I enjoyed it more than Black Widow. Um, again, Black Widow is just kind of an, at a weird time. But those are my biggest uh, problems with it was that the 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 big threat 
came out of nowhere and like I didn't give a shit about it. <laughs> it was like, okay, we introduced this thing that is this big threat um, and you should be afraid of it, but we don't really know what it's doing or how bad it was. We never saw like, we never saw the destruction of what it had done before. Right. We we don't we don't have any frame of reference for it. You know what I mean? I I, I agree. It, it did feel like it, I agree that it was way it, too. It was last like minute. slapped in there. You know what I mean? Um, we had built up the the dad for so long, or like like I said, the ninja trainer guy lady. Um, you know, we built those guys up so we knew how threatening they were. Okay, this guy's lived for a thousand years. He's Basically, he runs a secret organization that controls all these things in the world. Like, oh, he's going to be a badass. But then it's like, oh, no. He, well, you know, he, his son just is better at the rings than he is, you know. And that that fight scene was amazing. That, I would say, was one of the better fights when it was him. I, I will say, I will say, it gives me hope for a Dragon Ball Z movie, like a live action movie. <laughs> like, that. that's what I would imagine it to be like. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where he's like, he's got the rings, like, circling around him and stuff. That was cool. The thing that I thought was stupid was when he starts riding a dragon and he does like the karate chop down from the air. I was like, oh. with the rings, yeah, but it just turned into a big CGI fest. You know what I mean? <laughs> I I was really hoping that we were going to get a a much more grounded martial arts movie from this. That's one of the things. At least I haven't researched this yet, so I may be wrong. But like to the best of my knowledge, Shang Chi never gets the ten rings, and yeah. like so this is the thing where also like it bugged me like. Maybe it's because Marvel is stepping into more of the galactic and the interdimensional creatures where a guy, because his big thing is that he's just the world's greatest martial artist. He doesn't have super strength and super right. anything. But, like, how are you going to put that guy against interdimensional creatures? Right. Unless they built up, like, his fighting ability. Or maybe maybe he's not at his full potential just yet because Ares is one of the... One person who said if there's one um, a human, a mortal man who could challenge a god, it would be Shang-Chi. Right. Because how great he is in martial right. arts. But, you know, I get it. If they're going to bring in intergalactical enemies, you know, he's going to have to be stronger than, than a martial artist. But I don't know. That's I just true. felt weird that, that he got the rings. Well, yeah, I mean, it, in, in uh, there is the little after credit scene of Captain Marvel and, and Dr. Bruce Banner um, where they're like, hey, we don't know where these rings came from. They're not in any of our databases. They're not... They're not in uh, any of the books that uh, Doctor Strange has. So it's like, you know, it is trying to set up uh, another threat for like a, whether it's a Shang-Chi 2 or an Avengers or whatever. Well, the beacon, well they said it was a beacon going off. I think they're going to introduce uh, Finn. Uh, Finn Fang Foom? Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, I was thinking that. They're obviously not going to name him that. Well. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. If, if he's an alien dragon, you can name him whatever you want, right? Yeah. I but don't you know. can't, you can't name a someone's Chinese dad Fu Manchu like yeah. he was in the comic book. <laughs> Fun fact: uh, comics were racist back in the day. Um, yeah, he, he. I'm glad that they changed that. But yeah, you could, you can make a Fing Fang Foom. You have to. Like he's, he's one of these iconic bad guys. Yeah. And he's a fucking alien dragon. You know what I mean? <laughs> You could do that. I thought he was going to be the main bad guy when they when the beast starts coming out of the thing, and I'm like, oh, that's not him. When I yeah, when I saw him, I was like, I hope that's not him. Right. Which some people were speculating, but no, I think the ring is calling out to him. Right. Yeah. So you know, maybe setting up for that in the future. Um, I would love. 
I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but I would love if they had like a, a Shang-Chi, Iron Fist, Daredevil like team up Mm-mm. where it's just like the fucking and give Iron Fist some time to train for sure. Um, but uh, I would love to see like a straight up martial arts movie where they're just like taking down the hand together. It would be awesome, but I, I it's never going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. They've um, gone too far. They're like, there's, there's no. I don't know if Disney or the Marvel Cinematic Universe actually wants those street level crime fighters, like you know, like your Daredevil, right? Like the Heroes for Hire and whatnot. Yeah, it, it seems, and that's what's kind of a bummer is that, um, those are kind of fun. Like you know what I mean? Like, uh, I really enjoyed like the first Ant Man because the first Ant Man is like a heist movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, yeah, they're fighting a bad guy, but the bad guy just has similar powers and he's a you know, a douchebag business guy. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of like that's how the all these superheroes got started. It wasn't always a world ending event. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think with Shane Chi, they just had to beef him up to be at Avengers level. Right. Like, where he's not gonna be the street like the Street Fighter guy. He's gonna be like, you know, all right, I'm gonna help save the world and these rings are what's gonna level him up to be able to assist. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Ha- having to get him so that, you know, People like, you know, the Hulk and Captain Marvel and Doctor Strange actually pay attention to him. Also, know? no Professor Hulk. Yeah. I feel like no one was talking about that. Like, Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's kind of a hint that they threw in, in there um, was that he he still has an arm in a sling. So yeah. he's still injured from in the happenings from uh, uh, Endgame. And, yeah, he's not Professor Hulk anymore. And so I wonder why that is. Did the CG budget run out, or is there an actual story reason why he switched back to Bruce Banner? I'll be interested to see what happens on that one. Maybe we get a Gray Hulk. Mmm, Gray Hulk. What was what was the, his name when he had a business suit on? It was Mister. Oh, I forgot. Um, yeah, I don't remember. The pinstriped. Yeah, the pinstriped suit. Yeah, where he's like a mobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall, Shang Chi. I think it was a decent movie. Definitely worth seeing. Fun action stuff. The I just felt like the the story was a little all over the place. They tried to cram too much in it. Um, but I think part of the reason they did that is so that they're going to fucking clean up in China. Like that movie is going to make like $10 billion. Probably. The first 20 minutes of the movie were not in English. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're going to love it over there. And, you know, rightfully so. I think, you know, they pay for most of these movies anyway. Like through investments and whatnot. Um I think, I think you know, seeing a lot and what little I know of Chinese folklore, I was seeing stuff in there that I liked. I'm like, oh shit, it's the you know, I don't know, know the names of all, them, but like the the Nine Tail Fox, I know is really big because I, I remember that from Naruto, which is a Japanese anime. Um, the the lions with the big old beefy heads, they were amazing. Yeah, they looked so they were, good. They were really good. And it's hard to make something like that look realistic, but I think they did a really good yeah. job, you know. And then even the little squishy dragon. Furball, six-legged Which thing. I had to look up because I didn't believe for a second that was an actual... Um, it was real? It was real, yeah. It was, That's it was so a- silly. I love it. But, uh, um, yeah, go check it out, guys. And let us know what you thought of Shang-Chi. Uh, did it meet your expectations or uh, uh, exceed them? I think that, you know, it, it it's a... F- Black Widow left kind of a bad taste in my mouth where... It was this movie that I'd waited a long, long time, especially with COVID and everything, to see. And it was kind of a letdown because it felt out of place and it felt like, you know, why are we watching this now? And, you know, the bad guy was lame. And it was just like, ugh. 
you know, the action was great and there's some great com- comedic moments in there and some good character development, but the movie itself didn't didn't really satisfy. I enjoyed it, but Taskmaster was terrible. Right. right. Taskmaster was terrible. Um this one was like I had no expectations. You know what I mean? Like I I was like you know what little I know of Shang-Chi, it seems like a weird movie to make because, yeah, all I knew was that he was like the, he was the master of kung fu. You know what I mean? And that's like his whole deal is he's really good at that. Like I think he helped train Spider-Man at one point. Or was that Iron, Iron Fist? Fist? Iron Fist. Um, but he has gone like against Cap in like, you know, some high-level fighters where he's, he's defeated them. Right, exactly. Yeah, he, he's, he's supposed to be like the best hand-to-hand fighter. Um and so I was like, oh, I was expecting some cool fight scenes, which I got. Um, but there was some cool stuff in there, too. I really like Simu Liu, the guy who plays him. Um, it's the first thing I've seen Aquafina in that I didn't actually hate her. Um, so, you know, there's some good stuff in there for sure. Ben Kingsley's always a delight. Um, I think it's definitely worth seeing. Um, are there any other? I, I really enjoyed tidbits? I really enjoyed it. And the stuff I would say is like stupid, nerdy stuff that like anyone like any i think f- movie goer average movie goer is going to go and knows yep. nothing about comics is just going to love the shit out i of think it. yeah i think if, if you're not a super nerd where you're like meh, meh, you know this doesn't make sense um actually um i think you will enjoy it. it it's a very it's a fun movie for sure start to finish very fun it's just one of those ones you know when you're like sitting at the refrigerator later you're like that one scene didn't make any sense the, <laughs> those are the little problems that it has which are minor, I think, in the grand scheme of things. Um, I'm, I'm assuming, like, the abomination with, with Wong. I feel like we're going to get the answer to that in either um, Far right. From Home or um, The Madness with Dr. Strange. One, one thing that's very interesting, if um, between What If and uh, this movie and now Spider-Man, I feel like Doctor they're like really getting their money's worth out of Doctor Strange oh, for and sure. Wong. You know he's, what I mean? He's he's gonna be what Tony's what, role was, right? What um, Iron Man was. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of taking the helm yeah. of the supernatural Avengers. Or well, whatever. they don't really have a leader, like you know, in the Avengers, it's usually a struggle between Iron Man and, and Captain I, America. I think a I think a big part of it was that they were going to lean on Black Panther, and I think you know now that they're they can't really do that, they're going to have to establish a new character. To take over that mantle, so which I'm about because Doctor Strange is one of my favorites. yeah you fucking love it, yeah and and I do too. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is uh, great in that role, and I love Wong too. He's uh, he's just so funny and like his dry sense of humor is amazing. Um, I'm really juiced on um, on uh, what you know is coming next from that. Um, we had a comment on um our instagram i put up a uh post about uh dr strange what if let me find it real quick Um, i love comments yeah i I thought it was i thought it was pretty interesting it was from the tipsy exchange which i think we've talked to them before um there i believe they're another podcast oh my gosh former guest um and it was it was pretty interesting uh what they said on here uh she said, um, I predict that Christine Palmer will die and we will meet Clea in the Multiverse of Madness, um, which is another Doctor Strange uh, hmm. side hero. And um, I don't know what what this one says. I said, she says, I think it's Doctor Strange. The sweatshirt says Columbia. And I don't think he went to Columbia. 
Well, I think else. what she's talking about is a lot of people are saying that, like, the guy in the sweater is not Doctor Strange, that it's Mephisto or a right. cl- or someone who's faking it, who's actually purposely, like, screwing things up. But yeah. I don't know. It's don't possible. Know. It's not going to be Mephisto, though. Um, I don't I don't think that will be Mephisto. I wouldn't be surprised if Mephisto shows up sometime in the next, you know, few movies. Kind of thing. I think so, and I told you this off the podcast, but mm-hmm. I think... So they were saying that the what ifs actually is going to take some part or it is right. going to be important to the rest of the MCU as we know it. And I think the Doctor, the evil Doctor Strange, the one the, from the last episode. Right. They might make him into. I think they might make him Mephisto. Yeah. And I think that's a, I think that's a pretty like if they're not doing that, that's a pretty solid way to go. And and I think it has the right formula where. It would make sense because he absorbed all these demons and extraplanar yeah. beings and gnomes. And then and when um, when his girlfriend was seeing him, like she was seeing those images, and right. one of them, what he had the horns and stuff. Right. And I think I think one thing with with Marvel is uh, they're very hesitant to just say, "Hey, this guy is the devil." You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Or this guy is a god. You know? Yes, Loki no- refers to himself as a god, but. They're like, oh, well, they're actually aliens. You know, there's always that kind of like hesitancy. But um, by doing this, it's like, oh, he's not really the devil, but he's Doctor Strange who went the opposite way and has absorbed so much evil that now he is the embodiment of evil. See, and when they brought Doctor Strange, I was hoping like, okay, now there is magic. They've established Mm -hmm. magic. I don't think it's going to be that much more of a stress to just say, okay, that is a deity. That is a god. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, like, you know, Things like, um, you know, the Asgardians, the Celestials, like, you know, w- how much more powerful do you have to be to be considered a god? Yeah. You know what I mean? Just so, do it. Just do it. You know, so I, I, I think we could definitely uh, get there in the next few movies. I think, you know, this phase of Marvel's Cinematic Universe is going to be real fun, I think. It's going to be – there's going to be things happening that, like, I never thought would happen in movies. And I think it's because – um, that now that now that like a lot of the mainline superheroes, you know, your Captain Americas, Iron Man's, um, even Black Widow and Hawkeye, um, though Hawkeye, you know, we'll see a series of, um, even a lot of the main ones are now retiring and we won't see them again for a while at least. Um, we're having to reach deeper into the Marvel myth- mythos. And really pull out some interesting stories. So I'm, excited. I'm still just hoping that they bring uh, Hercules. I hope they do it in Love and Thunder because they've announced. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like that character is right up Taika Waititi's. Oh, alley, for sure, for sure, absolutely. So I, I could definitely see it. But uh, let us know what you think. Did you guys like Shang Chi? Um, and you know, uh, do you think he's going to be in the next Avengers movie, or do you think he's going to show up somewhere different? I'd be interested to find out. Um, you can let us know on any of our social medias. We'll post something up on Instagram. You guys can input your thoughts. Um, you can check out all that information at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. You can also support the show at patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Get yourself some cool rewards. Help buy us new things like microphone cables, a mixer. Apparently one channel went bad this morning, so uh, we'll take a look at that. So, yeah, any donation helps. We do appreciate it. And thank you to our patrons who are already supporting the show. Yes, We Gratzy. couldn't do this without you. Um, let's raise your names up to the spirit world in Shang-Chi. <laughs> 
that goes up there with all the soul suckers. So we do appreciate you guys. And um, Christian, as always, you know, it's fun, fun. I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad you're getting to see all your Doctor Strange stuff. I think you're going to be real happy over the next couple of years. So uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Good night.